You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Technically, but it might take a second. Supposedly. Ah, I can see myself at the top of my stream. I don't like it. Uh, okay. We're good to go. <coughs> Fudge. Okay. So, what's up? Hold on a second. Talking to Dylan. Um. Um, okay. We got a, we got ourselves a podcast. Um, I'm Poo, or, uh, Diesel. Depends on how you know me. Um. Uh, and then we got Max, who is uh, Kyle Bellinger, uh, soon to be Kyle Bellinger Jr. Right? What's up, guys? Yep. What's up? <clears throat> how, how you doing today, Max? Not bad. How you doing? Uh, I'm living life, you know. I hear you. Uh, sounds good. Okay. Um. Let's start off. We got some questions here from the from the podcast questions thread, uh, so we can do oh. that first. Sweet, let's do it. Um, okay, we got one from TNT uh, Ryan Shu, and he asks Max, "How do you have time to be the GM of a team and be so damn handsome?" <laughs> it's hard work, but I do my best. <clears throat> I'm actually GM. I'm actually. GM of two team, head office too. So, it's a lot of work. Whoa, two teams? Yep. <clears throat> Alright. Um, that's pretty cool. So, uh, this one in, uh, was Super Casual Football League, or what's it called? Yeah, it's Super Casual Football Sim League. Yeah. I was able to, I was able to um, take over a team that really needed help. And we rebranded, and we're going to be rebuilding soon in the offseason. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds so, cool. Yeah, it should be fun. What, can you tell us what you're rebranding to? Yeah, actually. It's called the Lidit Twisters. Because it's, it's named after a town in Pennsylvania that's known to make like giant pretzels. Let so that be cool. Yep. <coughs> it's lit. I think I have yeah, um I think I have family from Lidditz or like near there. Oh really? It's in Lancaster. Yeah, my family is from Lancaster, my dad's side. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's small world. Yeah, exactly. I've always wanted to go back there, but my dad's always always been like, Why do you want to go there? There's nothing there and I was like, No, no. Just cool. There's cows. Yeah, and and uh Amish. Exactly. <coughs> Alrighty. Um I guess we can go into question number two. We got uh, Griff here, Mo Willis, who asks, uh, when do you think the next Miners expansion will happen? Oh, man. Uh, that's hard. You have a better pulse on that, I feel. You're, you you know like how, like how many actives are in the Miners and everything. What do you think? Uh, I think just like the way the way it generally happens, I could see it happening next season because like it, it almost always goes in line with like PBE expansions. So since we're gonna have a PBE expansion, I think we're gonna have a miners expansion. Um, 
I can see it, because we've already, like, picked GMs, didn't we, or something like that? We, we like, had people yeah. in place. Um, so that'll be interesting to see uh, if that happens or not. But I, I think probably next season makes a lot of sense, just with, like, how things go. If we get a good class and we're, like, kind of packed, then, you know, oh, you gotta expand. You have more than six actives, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. When do you when do you think like the the stasis will be like? How many teams do you think there has to be in the minor league for them to be like, nope, we don't have to expand anymore? Um, I think we'd be at a good point if like both leagues had like sixteen teams. Like sixteen in the minors too. Yeah, I mean we'll be at ten if we expand again, and then there's twelve, fourteen, sixteen. It's not that crazy maybe the minors will be a little bit less but like um we've been all been talking how like 14 is kind of gonna suck for the majors but like 16 would be really cool so mm-hmm. um i think that makes a lot of sense like have because we're always gonna have like pretty close like minors to majors like gap so um i think i don't know maybe 12 12 would work because it's worked pretty well in the pb although it's a little weird Maybe 10. You, 10 might be good, too. Do you think we'll get to a point where, like, we'll, ha- we'll have, like, real baseball has affiliated, affiliated teams? I don't think so, because, I mean, you see how people are, like, when they have, like, a whole bunch of depth, everybody just expands instead of, uh, like, holding on to their depth. So... Well, well I'm saying, like... Say we get to the magical 16 teams in the majors and 16 in the minors, right? Uh-huh. Do you think at that point, they HO goes, we should go to an affiliated system? So, like, the Dillos will be with New York, 66 will be with Vancouver, and so on and so forth. Um, no, I just don't see it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense, because, like... I mean, Miners is already, like, hard enough to compete as it is. I don't think they'd, like, want to kill that, like... I don't think they'd want to kill that more than it is. Like, I know, like, the Miners is supposed to be a development league, but, like... I think it's going to be really hard to have, like, people interested in, uh, GMing. If, uh... If you're basically just saying, like, Hey, you're the you're the farm team for the, for the Toros, and you have one prospect. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of going to just be like, eh. Um, let me see, Brainchild saying something in chat. Not sure Miners expansion is needed right now. I feel that there are quite a bit of IAs on our roster. If we are platooning, then maybe at that point, you'd want to think about expansion. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, there are a lot of inactives, but you gotta think. Like, one good class can, like, totally, uh, flip it. Like, like, let's say, let's say we get a hundred people, right? And that's all our Miners draft now. And 100 people isn't crazy. 80 to 100 is, like, a pretty, you know, normal class. A little... Like, season 18, I think, was, like, 120. Um, so you gotta think that's eight teams. That's, like, uh, over ten players. And not everybody's gonna be active, but that's a lot of players to, to put on one team. So that's, like, the thing you kind of gotta think about. But um, I, I just... I still see it happening because it's just generally the way it goes. But... Um, I can totally see where you mean, where, like, there are a lot of IAs this year. I think Mounties only have, like, five or six people updating, so it's pretty rough. We also had a pretty rough, uh, 
recruitment this this season too. Yeah. Um. Right. I'm ho- are you gonna say? No, go ahead. I was saying I'm hoping. Um, we were thinking about like talking to the OOTP Discord, and they sounded like they were okay with it. So, um, that'd be cool if we could get some people off of there. I mean, they have like seven thousand subscribers, not subscribers, but like seven thousand people on there. So, that's pretty good. Uh, mm. Yeah, I just hopefully hopefully that works out. Like, we need a couple big classes because like. I don't want to have another season where I'm drafting two actives and then like they're gonna be gone in a couple seasons anyway. So it's like I need some depth. I need like at least like four or five actives to be able to like get through one season. Well, you're gonna have to draft yourself next season too, right? Yeah, that's why. Um, like I was talking to you right about moving that that uh pick because. Like, if the Mounties end up being first overall, that means we're going to have to use a ninth overall pick to draft me, and it's, like, kind of a waste, you know? Yep, yep. So, if we can, like, move out of move out of the ninth overall to, like, somebody who's, like, competing and going to lose a lot of players, like, it makes a lot of sense to, like, give them some higher quality picks in return for, like, then I could draft myself, like, 16th overall or something, or, like, 14th overall. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Because I'm gonna lose that waiver spot right at the trade deadline. And then I'm gonna lose the second round pick. So, uh... I'm gonna have to draft smart, I guess. Why don't you just wait until the offseason so you don't have to lose that waiver pick? Uh, I don't know. I kind of just, like... I have like the the whole OCD about wanting to be like first in TP and all that, so that's okay. part of it. And I don't know. I like I just want to get away from pitching like as soon as possible. Like it's so it's so like mentally draining to be a pitcher. I feel like batting's just a little bit more calm. With the new archetypes. Yeah, I mean it's just like the way pitching works in general is a little like brain draining you know where uh it's like it's like you always have to reinvent yourself every season if something doesn't work right Mm -hmm. because like if you're at 1500 tpe and something doesn't work you can't just like go bump something else like you can with offense like you you have to like think about like are my pitches not working uh do i not have enough control um should I change archetypes? Like, there's so much that goes into it. It's just, it's it like it's really frustrating, you know. And even now, like I'm having a I'm having a good season, but like it's always in the back of my mind. Like, I could blow up at any moment, and I feel like you don't really like think like that as a batter. Well, you do have your slumps and whatnot, which suck. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta think like a slump for a batter. You know, might be like one month, right? And you can get out of like a month of bad batting if you like have a good season. Cause like, if you're hitting like 200 one month, but you hit 450 the next month, like that's a huge gap. But like for a pitcher, if you have a, a month where you slump, you might have like a six ERA that month. And even the next month, you have like a three ERA. It's still like, it still makes your, it still makes you like a run and a half higher than you should be. So it's like. 
like something for a pitcher is a lot more dangerous than a batter because pitchers have less time to fix it. You don't play every day, too. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. I think that's pretty good on the expansion talks. Um. What do we can go to next? We have uh some questions from Netlandic. Um. Tintin Meredith. Wendell Tintin Meredith. He asks, um, <clears throat> why is Tintin Meredith not a Mountie Hall of Famer? Uh, what do you think about that, Max? I think I feel like that's more like a question lobbed at you. That's good. Um, no, yeah, so people who are in the Mounties locker room know I have a Mounties Hall of Fame. Uh, generally anybody who's like active gets in so uh, the biggest thing I'm just like too lazy to update it it takes a lot of work I have to go download their uh, I had to download their player picture then go post it and then all that and update like our records and it's just it's a lot of work so it's yeah I, j I just need to get to it basically it takes time you can ask like some people have like haven't been there in a couple of seasons uh, Brainchild says you're kind of hard to hear, Max. Oh. Sorry about that. I mean, you sound... Better? Yeah, you sound good right now. Just earlier, you were a little muffled. Oh, sorry about that. But I think you're good. Uh, alright. Netlandic also asked, how is Peter doing? Um... Peter, Dawson's having a good season, I would say. I mean, it's probably one of the best, like... The best, like... Uh, seasons I've had going into uh, it's like one of the best seasons I've had going into like the third week. Uh, like I missed the All Star game, but like I'm under uh, I'm under four runs, which is pretty good for me. Like considering my best season is like a three point two five, and that only happened once. And otherwise, like my next best season was like a three six seven ERA. So um, to me, like I think I'm like like three. Seventy or something like that, three sixty ERA. So um, yeah, it's definitely a good start for me, and uh, I can kind of use that to segue. Uh, how's how's Bellinger doing on uh, Detroit, right? Yep, uh, that's actually a really good. I haven't even checked my stats this year. Oh really? Uh, let me see. Give me a moment, please. I think last Just I looked, you were struggling a little bit, but so is the whole team. We should um, play some Jeopardy music. Jeopardy music. I I don't I don't want to get the podcast muted. Oh, I have a bad. Yes, the stinky thing uh, about Twitch. I have a point four war, and I'm hitting two fifteen. Damn. Yeah, that sounds like a like a typical Bellinger season, right? I mean, <laughs> he, he 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 he's been hurting. Yeah, but at least um, at least you'll put him out of his misery soon, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like me, go with the go with the trade deadline or whatever, and then just, just chill. I have to say, if you don't want me, say, if you don't want me like speaking out real quick. Yeah. Um, I love it in Detroit. Detroit is such a great team to play for. Uh -huh. I love Detroit. That's cool. And I mean. Like I like Cancun. Like I've I've already told him a ton of times. Like, hey, if I'm around when you guys have a pick, like please pick me. I would love to come back. 
That's like the only thing though. I don't think I'll fall that far, but I mean, it would it would definitely be cool, for sure. Now, who goes first overall next um, in, the, in the draft this year? Give me um, a hot take. I I don't know. Um, cause there's like some people I've like heard rumors about recreating. And it's like if they do recreate, I think they'd be first overall. But um, at this point, I don't know. Um, Did you go first overall? I think. I think I might. Um, it depends, though, because uh, if I remember, uh, Emmy has the first pick overall. Mm-hmm. Um. And me and Emmy are friends, so I I don't see why I wouldn't go to that team. But, I mean, they're also like I I don't really like know how they think, so they could always be like thinking of somebody else. Um, but then I That's think actually, what do you say? Sorry, no, no, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, fine. Um, I think Miss Obvious and Josh like me, but they also like know what kind of person I am, so they they might like think twice. But I I don't think I would last like outside of the top five. Um, just if I were to think, but, I mean, it's totally possible, but, I, I, yeah, I don't think I'd go lower than, like, five overall. Next question. Very important question. What do you think of Emmy's and Gurren's branding? Um, in the terms of, like, a sim league, I, I could care less. Like, I don't know why people are so up in arms about it. Like, I I honestly don't care. It's a sim league. Put a team wherever you want, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, in real life, it's, like, kind of confusing. Because, like, the thing I, like, kind of annoys me in the PBE, everybody, like, wants that weird offshoot city, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's always, it's, it's always Kingston. Well, I mean, miners make sense because it's, like, smaller cities, but, like, uh, even in the majors, like, Boise, Death, excuse me, Death Valley, um, Providence, like, nobody really knows what these cities are. I mean, except for, like, people who care about, like, geography and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, why do we have, like, no San Francisco team, no LA team, no Seattle team, you know, no Portland. Well, we used to have a Portland team. You know, like all these big cities: Miami, um, uh, DC, uh, Houston. Like, there's so many places that are big that don't have teams here, but instead we'll have like, uh, like I said, like Boise, Death Valley, uh, Providence, um, Outer Banks, for example. Like, well, yeah. And this is a good question, actually, and it's a question for you. In the PBE metaverse, right? Does the MLB exist? Like, are we competing with the MLB? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think the MLB exists. So that's like another thing. Like, why can't we just have the big cities? You know, mm-hmm. like we have like the New York Voyagers already, and you have like Florida, which is like. Uh, I don't even know where they actually are. I think they're just, like, the entirety of Florida. I think they're Orlando. Yeah, well, I don't know. But but anyway, like, so, so yeah, there's that whole thing. It's like, some people are in big cities, and 
some aren't, and I think it's just a, a matter of people not wanting to, like, be boring. You know, they want to be like, it's funny if we're Death Valley, it's funnier if we're, uh, or... I want to be in Boise because I'm I'm the GM and I'm in Boise or something or because it's it's close to where the old team was but you know just like stuff like that where I think I'd rather just like see some big cities like um I don't know what Josh and Avi uh, Miss Obvious are doing yet but uh I'd like to see where they where they brand to. It's kind of funny if you think about it. Now that you said that some minor league teams are in bigger cities than um. Right. Major league teams. Yeah, like Dallas, uh, San Bernardino. Like San Bernardino's a big city and people don't even know. San yep. Bernardino's huge. Um and Chicago. Chicago, yeah, exactly. Uh State College is like really big. Because yeah. it's a college town, but like yeah, all those places, like I just wish they'd have some bigger teams. Like give me like an LA, a Portland, stuff like that. I think it would be uh I think it'd be kinda cool. That's another good question, Coot. What happened to uh the Swifties? They were like the team to be and the team to beat when they first like when Slim was still a GM and like they were like on fire. Now you don't even hear about them anymore. Is it though? It's just fancy LA. That's what Brainchild's talking about San Bernardino, I think. I mean, let me let me just Google it. But doesn't San Bernardino have like three hundred thousand people or something? I could be crazy. Two hundred well, is yeah, two hundred fifteen thousand people. Cause it's technically it's like an off branch of L.A. I yeah, what is? Well, I mean that's why all those places are like Long Beach is L.A. Like, mm. yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we were talking the Swiss Steeds. Yeah, the Swiss Steeds were weird. Um. I don't want to blame it on Beaver, cause like he he's always cared about his team, obviously. But like, I feel like he kind of didn't for a little while. That might be wrong. But like, you remember how like for the longest time his um his teams always had like like uh five or six uh pinch hitters, and like most of them were inactive pinch hitters, and it was just kind of like, what are you doing, dude? You know. Yeah, I feel like that hurt his team a lot, because, like, his team would be good, but, like, they would just always, like, have too many batters, and, like, their pitching wouldn't be great, and yeah. I think they're, like, a little bit more on top of it now, but I feel like he just kind of wasn't paying attention for a little while, but that could be wrong. I definitely could be wrong, because he was always around. What was the drama with uh, um, the Dynamos last year? Drama with... Um, okay... I think the thing they were they kept playing um uh oh my god what's his name the guy who used to stream Gumland they kept playing Gumland's inactive player who had like 300 TPE and they wouldn't like take anybody to replace him even though they should have and could have and so yeah they kept playing Gumland who like you know he's 300 TPE so he was always really good and um yeah I don't know it's that's just weird, but that's like a kind of a whatever. Like, if you're not breaking the rules, who really cares? Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty much all I can think of there. Um. I don't know. I think that we can kind of segue now since I've kind of forgot where we were, what we were talking about. Um. That's fine. Brainchild 
It's all LA if you ask me. I used to live in San Diego. Once you enter Orange County, you don't leave LA until you reach the mountains past Pasadena. Um, yeah, that's kind of interesting how that works. Like, LA is like, everything's LA. Even if it's like a city with like, you know, 200,000 people, it's like, it's still LA. But like, um, up, uh, up in the, up in the bay, um, like everything's itself. Like, you're, if you're in San Francisco, you're in San Francisco. If you're in San Jose, you're in San Jose. And if you're, like, in Oakland, you're in Oakland. But, like, they're all, like, right next to each other. But, you know, you don't call them San Francisco. You call them what they're... Just a weird dynamic, I guess. Well, because it's weird because L.A. has L.A. County, then L.A. the city, and it's weird. Well, yeah, because L.A. is weird because you got L.A., L.A., like, property. You got, like, San Bernardino, Long Beach... Um, Anaheim. Anaheim. Uh, on all those places in between, uh, Inglewood and, uh, Hollywood and, you know, everything there and back. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. But, uh, okay, anyway, we'll move on here. Um, Max, what do you add to your mac and cheese? The box mac and cheese. You add, you add, you know what's really good you can add? Bacon bits. Bacon bits, yeah, for sure, for that's, sure. That's good. Or, um, I, no, I'm a fucking club, and I just put, you know, I get, we have, I have those, mac, you know those, like, um, the microwavable ones? Uh, yeah, I think so, like the little cups. Yeah, that's what I make usually. I love those. Those are good, but, like, sometimes I just want a big bowl of mac and cheese, so I'll make, like, a box of it. Um, but what I like to do is, um, a lot of times they'll have um, like the shells and cheese, and it's just like sauce and and shells. And um, what I'll do is I'll put uh, I put a little bit of salt in the water before I boil it, and then um, what I'll do is once I've strained the noodles, I'll put milk in there, and then uh, the cheese sauce, and then sometimes I put shredded cheese on it. And then the shredded cheese melts while I'm stirring it. And that's, like, really, really good. Because then it's kind of stringy. I have a question. What? So you said you put salt in the water, right? Yeah. Is that why you're so salty all the time? Probably. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I like to believe... I like to believe that, uh... I, 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 I like to believe that I'd rather take out my anger on, like... You know, fake things that don't really exist on the internet than, um, you know, than in real life, right? Like, and maybe this is a bad way to think about it, but, like, I'd rather be angry, like, at home by myself than, like, angry around other people that, like, I could, you know, hurt or, like, say something bad about, I mean, uh, like, yeah. Like, I don't want to insult somebody because I'm angry. I'd rather, you know, like, bitch and complain about, like my virtual player than like you know bitch and complain about somebody at like work for example you don't want to hulk max yeah I mean either way either way like it's I think there's no wrong way to like deal with your emotions like other than uh like taking it out on people around you which like I try I try not to do like on a um, like that's the thing. I try not to do that on like teammates and stuff. Like I'd rather just be about me, 
Um, obviously, that doesn't that like doesn't always work, but I mean that's generally like the kind of idea. Like, I'd rather it be like on yourself than like on others. Um, uh, so basically, yeah, uh, being salty is like I'd rather do it here than in real life. Basically, that makes sense. Um. So, last question from Netlandic is, uh, why is Max yes? Why is Max what? It just says, why is Max yes? Yes, that's why. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that was a hard question. Alrighty, now we can move on. We have a brainchild who's, uh, been in the chat, um, uh, so maybe he can, he can tell us about this. Uh, if a woodchuck could chuck, what? How much wood would <laughs> he be chucking? You reckon? That's a weird way to word it. Wait, say that whole sentence again, please. I couldn't hear you. If a woodchuck could chuck, how much wood would he be chucking? You reckon? Yes. I mean, my answer to that is always forty-two. You know, from a uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe. Don't forget your towel. Yeah. Um. And next up we have, I would love to hear about Max's new player and the vision he has for him in the future. So go ahead and uh, you can talk about Mr. Uh, Bellinger Jr. for a little bit. Okay, that's actually kind of cool. I just made a, um, a Twitter for him. If you want to go follow him, I posted it on um, TV General Discord. You can PM me on Discord for it if you want the link. But anyway... Um, little plug but um so my plan is i want to i want to go back to when i first started in season three i started as a catcher and i kind of want to go back to that and start that and do that again i feel like a catcher is a position where like people like it's more like a gm position like where it's like right yeah People don't want it. People don't, like for whatever reason don't want to do that position, so GMs do it to fill in the holes. Which I understand and I get that because I used to just, when I made uh, when I when I created Kyle Butler the first one, um, that was because Vancouver needed an infielder. Yeah. So I said, okay. Well, I'll do that because like you, I'm kind of like you in that way. I won't make. A pitcher. I don't like being. I don't like being in pitchers because, in my mind, as much as you can tweak and fix and work on things, and Smash and Johnny and all the uh, testers did a great job with the new archetypes. They're awesome. They're great. They they did a lot of work with them. All right. But there's always going to be a meta to pitching. There's always going to be if you do X, Y, and Z, you're going to be Amazing! Like you're gonna do, you're gonna be a great pitcher. Yeah. Well, with, with with like batters, I feel it's more like you have a little bit more freedom. Like you can like, do you want to be a guy who like hits moonshots every other bat, or do you want to be the guy who doesn't doesn't always hit? He hits home runs, but doesn't always hit home runs. So he gets more on base and then moves moves the guys around a little bit more small ball. You know, 
get the sack fly or, or get the RBI double and bring the guy home. You don't you don't you don't need to be yeah, the guy well, who hits. You know that makes me think though, like with pitching, even if you don't like do necessarily like what you should be doing. I feel like you're always going to fit your mold. Like, if you're a power pitcher, you're going to get your strikeouts. Um, if you're, like, a knuckleballer, you're going to, like, last a long time and kind of be average, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, junk baller's going to, like, kind of just be good all around. Um, I feel like with batting, though, sometimes you can just, like, be completely off of what you should be for, like, no reason. And uh, that's, like, the kind of thing that I'm worried about. Like, it's like watching uh, Bauer, right? He's supposed mm-hmm. to be, like, a power, like, insane power, hits just home runs and nothing else. And, like, he's not hitting a lot of home runs. He's, like, has, like, I think last season he was hitting, like, 300 as a power batter. It's, like, that doesn't really make any sense. He wasn't hitting home runs, but he was hitting for average, and it's just, like... Yeah, because yeah. with a power batter... If I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, please. I feel like your batting average will be lower than like a contact hitter. I mean, generally, yeah, because you're yeah striking out more. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So that's kind of weird. Like, but the thing is, it's also too. It's like OOTP. They. If if I if from my understanding, I I I'm very open with this. I don't have the game. I don't have a computer that can run the game. Before. I mean, so that's kind of weird. Like, but the thing is, it's also too. It's like OOTP. They if if I if from my understanding, I I I'm very open with this. I don't have the game. I don't have a computer that can run the game before. I mean, maybe to do it if I wanted to, but I don't have it right now. Right. And, but from what I've heard from, like, people who've tested for us, it's tested for the 66ers and tested for the archetypes. <laughs> it fights you a lot. Like, you fix one thing and then two other things break because you fix the one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's always a constant battle of, like, fix this, then you gotta go then you gotta go fix this, and then you gotta go. Fi- and then when you fix that, you break five other things. It's always just a constant, you know, like chasing a tail kind of thing. You always have to run around and fix wherever you fixing the one thing broke. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. It's it's definitely a lot of like doing this, and it's like fuck. Okay, now I have this uh, unintended mm-hmm. consequence, and it's like that's gonna be yeah. something I'm gonna have to learn as a batter, like. Like, I have, like, my preconceived notions of, like, okay, if I bump my BABIP and I bump my, um, power and then my avoid Ks, I should be, like, good to go. But, like, you know, maybe I actually, like, have to invest, like, more in gap than I think or, uh, maybe I have to, uh, lower my BABIP because even though I have, like, 60 BABIP, for example, my average is low because, like, I don't have enough powers like something like that for example mm-hmm. so that's uh, that's definitely something that i'm gonna have to learn and uh i'm sure i'll be reaching out to you and others for advice because like yeah, like i said i've never been a batter and uh i, I can't wait i'm excited because like i've always wanted to be a third baseman like uh matt chapman so that's my dream 
Like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um. With see. the third base, are you ready to um? You're gonna you have to invest pretty heavily into um, defense with that. Yeah. So that was a thing for me for a while. I was always like, I want to be a defensive first third baseman. But like, the more I've talked to people and the more I've looked at the archetypes, it's it's almost like not worth it. You know. Um, really? Why do you say that? So like, if you look at the cannon archetype, which is basically like the best third base archetype, it. it it's not a good offensive archetype at all. It's like, it's worse than big man on campus, and it's worse than freak, but it's power oriented. So it's like, do I really want to be a like I've always, I wanted to be a contact third baseman. So that's why like now more I've looked at the streak and like maybe I'll only be like a, like a sixty at third base, but it lets me be like more of the batter I want to be. So. I mean, that might have to be a trade-off. And I've been, like, told by some people, like, you don't actually need that much defense at third. So, I'll, I'll have to see how it goes. Like, you know, if I'm, like, not, like, you know, defending great, maybe I switch over to cannon or, like, something else. I don't know. I'll have to mm. see. But, like, for now, I think I'm going to go with the, with the streak and just, like, see how that works. Because, like, especially in the minors, you don't even need to be, like, that high of a rating. And yeah, um, yeah. just see how it translates to the majors. That's the that's the big worry. Um. Okay, so we can move on here. Um. Again, with Brain Charlie says, talk to me about the minor league playoffs. The race is going to come down to the wire, as it looks. Like just about every team still has a fighter's chance to squeak in, which is really exciting for the league in general and makes Thursday a blast. Uh, so how do you feel about the playoffs? You're you're probably in, right, Max? I'm probably going to be in um, the wild card, if I had to guess. Right, because you're, um, I think you have a better record than, like, the entire Eastern Division, so... I think you definitely got a chance. Cause I, I... Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, because um, you're at 37 wins, and then Chicago's first in the East at 34. Uh, Dillos are behind you at 33 so I think you you're like you definitely should be get like the second spot if not like third or fourth maybe yeah um I, yeah I have to say I absolutely love my and you're probably the same exact way I am you and I love my like the 66ers they're so, they're, it's so fun to, like, on Thursdays, like Brainchild said, it's like you can see them, like, watching the game, and they're, like, they're talking to each other, and they're like, oh, dude, you've got an RBI double or whatever it is, and it's like they're all hyping each other up because, cause like, like Hard and Long said, it's like every team has, in general, has a good amount of chance of getting, you know, into the playoffs, if not winning, but at least getting in there. Right, yeah. So it's always fun to see, like, the guys. Like, I am i don't even talk sometimes. I just, like, watch the chat. And it's funny because there's, they get all amped up. You know, like, oh, dude, you did this. And it's, oh, this guy got you. Your average went up five points or whatever it is. And it's, everybody gets, like, excited about it. It's fun to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that's the thing that's kind of killed me this year a little bit. Like, everybody's gone. A lot of my, like, talkative guys are gone. And it's it's cool to see, like, Smitty and Snisu because they're, like, talking when they can. 
uh, and even Jingles and uh, Billy Greer are two big ones. Um, it's just like not having a lot of actives right now really hurts, and then like struggling as well. It's like it sucks because you can totally like see how it kind of kills player interest. How like I wish they could do better because then I'd have like more stuff to talk about and talk to them about. But instead, it's always like, well, crap, we lost like six of eight games and. Uh, even though you're capped, you're hitting like 212. I like I don't know like what I'm supposed to tell you. Instead of like being excited, like oh hey, so and so's hitting 330. I have to say, well, you know I don't think you're gonna stick at 200 average, but I don't know. So it's like, it's, just, it's it's rough in that sense where it's like, you know, it's much easier to be good than it is to be bad. Mm-hmm. You know. In the um in the sixty sixers locker room, what I've been trying what I've done and shoo my new my new GM after um Jimmy stepped down. Mm-hmm. He's been Shu's been an amazing dude. He's like I have nothing but good things to say about Shu. He's like a great co GM. Anyway, um what we what I've done and he agreed with and we keep on doing is um me um we keep guys in there from a couple seasons ago in like the locker room like they're all they're, we have like an alumni right um, yeah that. same same thing yeah and so we have hoppy in there we have c does it paz you know all these guys and it's really nice it's really cool because you like, like like you said like you lose six out of eight games and you're hitting two hundred when you're capped. It's nice because well it's not nice but it's cool because, um, the alumni guys the guys who've been in the minor before played for us before, they can be like oh yeah that happens you're just in this, you're in like a, um, you're in a, a slump. You just keep adding getting TP keep building your keep gaining the TP and it helps people not be like so discouraged because you have guys who were where you are who soar like, when you're in like a slump like that or you're like can't hit for your life or you can't win games for your life they are there for the rookies and the new guys and they're like don't do this is normal we still got a chance don't worry we're still gonna do good you know so it's nice because like those guys it, they keep more. It keeps morale up. You know what I mean. Yeah. Which is which is always nice. Um. Yeah, it's tough. Like I have a lot of alumni. Um. I have a lot of alumni that are in my. Um, I have a lot of alumni that are in my server, right? And. Mm-hmm. It sucks because like. I don't like I, I I can't get on them for it, but like a lot of them don't talk, and it's like, I mean there are some that do, and I I love it that they do, but it's like I wish they would do it more. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think sometimes it's hard because like, I mean you go through our alumni list, we have like fourteen alumni who are on right now, like online, and but like I think like maybe two of them I've ever seen like come in on on a normal time and then like you'll have somebody who it's like oh cool um this guy talks a lot I hope he sticks around after he leaves and then it's like uh 
they do for a little while and then you just look one day and they've left the server and it's like well what the heck man wait we needed you and oh, yeah. yeah it's just kind of rough because like um you can't tell people to do something but it's like it really helps when they do yeah you know well, like, the nice thing too is like for a lot of our guys i feel like they really, really bought into, like, the 66 years and what we're trying to accomplish. So I feel, I feel like that helps a lot because they want to see the new guy succeed and do well and keep on being good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, like... It's hard to get people bought in, but, like, when you do have people bought in, like, it's really cool. Cause like, uh, I've had like I've had it where we have like eight, nine, ten guys, and they're all in it, and they're all ready to go, and like that's how you win championships. That's how we won every single championship, you know. Like season twelve, it was like Johnny, LBG, Colby, Waldo, uh, Frick, you know, all these people, like just just pushing all together. Um, and like season sixteen, it was like uh, Snack and. Um, Jimmy and uh, Richie Bonanza, like all these people, Gibbles, who like everybody was in it, everybody was earning. And it's like, you know, if you don't have like a huge core of people, like a huge rookie class or anything, or you just don't have like enough like veterans there to like keep people engaged, like it's it's definitely really hard. Like, our like, I mean, I don't want to like get on the team, but like our server is pretty quiet, like quieter than normal, and it's like. I feel like if we were winning, people would be like a little bit more excited. But that, like, that could just be me. But maybe it's not. But I feel like people are more excited when you're actually competing than when you're not. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Anyways. Um. Speaking of that, we gotta. Are you gonna miss when Hard and Long gets called up, Mister Max? Uh, yes. But no, is that a hot take? Uh, I don't think so. What do you like? I, I think I understand what you mean. Because it kind of it's actually perfect because we just talked about this. So it's like, yeah, I miss him because he's a great batter. He's a great dude. But on the flip side, I won't miss him because, like I said, he'll still be in chat. He'll still hang out with us. So it's like he's not really gone, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. He's um, not playing for us. Yeah, I I kind of understand what you're saying because it's like, whenever like a good player like leaves my team, like yeah, I'm upset, but like, it's also like, I want to go see you. I want to go see you succeed. I want to go play against you in the majors, like yada yada. Yep, yeah, um, that's true too. But that, like, that's always been my thing. It's like. As long as you leave on good terms, like, I'm always, like, happy to see people go, like, if they're getting a chance to go do something, like, um, you know, like, I I was sad that Kuramochi got called up in the middle of the season, but I was also glad it's like, hey, you've been working your ass off for three seasons, you should have already been called up, like, now's your chance, go ahead and, you know, do your thing. Yep. And it's like, so yeah, like, I'm always, I'm always just, like... It, it sucks, you know, especially, like, when you'll lose, like, five or six actives, and you're just like, you know, fuck, I'm losing everybody, but 
um, you know, it's like I always give them, I always give them their like their hype, like, hey, we're losing so and so and so and so and so and so, uh, but thanks for being on the team. You guys were awesome, and I'll I'll throw them in the Hall of Fame whenever I can remember. Uh, when you get around to it. Yeah, and like that's my way of trying to remember people and uh, give them, you know, like, hey, you were. You contributed. You do. You deserve to be a part of the team and yeah. be recognized. Um, and last but not least, from Brainchild, uh, how do you feel about the 66ers' chance to win it all this year? Are you proud of the grit and gumption that the team has displayed so far this season? Yeah, ah, uh, dude. Yes, our team is being our team has been kicking fucking ass, and I love it. And I think not to fix us, but I think we have a chance this year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's open to everybody. Like, you see teams like KC who kind of roll, but, like, yep. I've seen it before where they have, like, a really good season and then just get shut down in the playoffs. And I think it's, like, the only team I've ever seen who, like, does good in the regular season and then is, like, just as good in the playoffs is the Mounties. <laughs> uh, but, like, I've seen a lot of other teams do really good and then they just fall apart. So, um, I never really think it's anybody's game. Um... I feel like the Hepcats, like, a lot of, like, what makes the Hepcats good are, like, things that don't really work in the playoffs, like, um, pitching. Like, pitching can just, like, be good in the regular season, and then, like, you face, like, some actual good batters, and your pitching doesn't matter. So it's, like, uh, it's interesting to see whether that's going to work out or not. But I think you guys, I think you guys definitely have a chance, because you have, like, a really balanced team. You have, like good pitching but then you have like really strong offense too do you think the Mounties will win it all mm, this season I don't know I feel like we always sneak in somehow but like you can't just expect to keep sneaking in like uh you know like at the, at the start of the season we were struggling and I was like what do I do so I like I asked OOTP to like set my lineup for me and I just mm -hmm. copied it but like now I try to do that now and it's like it doesn't want to make any changes so it's like how do I improve the team if even the computer can't think of anything? It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't think we can win any more games than we are. I think we just gotta, like, hope that we keep winning. But, I mean, it could just always happen. Winning. It could always happen. Like, season 18, like, I always say, we were eight games, we were eight games under 500, and we ended the season, uh, six games above 500. So, uh, there's always a chance. But, I feel like we're running out of time. Yeah, how many more? There's not. There's not many games left, right? There's uh, there's Saturday and then uh, week four, so four more Sims. Yep. I mean, that's about how long it took us to go from like losing to winning, but I can't just expect us to do that, you know? Yeah. Um. What else? What else? What else? Um. I'm just trying to read through the questions here. Uh, we have one more question, and it's from Dylan. And it says, uh, please explain why you like Dylan. Is he Dylan? It's Dylan the Derb. Dylan. Yeah. He's, the, he's, he's Dylan. There's, yeah, that's that's all you have to say is Dylan. Um, he's Dylan JJ. But yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, I just like Dylan because he's like he's cool, like you he's know, a nice guy. like I'm always here in the server, and it's like 
especially late at night, it sucks when there's nobody to talk to. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's always nice because like he's always there to say hi and stuff. So it's like I, I get people to talk to, and he's like in all our servers. So um, I, I think Dylan's in every server. Yeah, so I mean it's just cool because it, that way you can like have somebody to interact with like wherever you are, and then um, yeah, Dylan is Dylan. But like it's cool because like I have him in like my miner's locker room, and then um, it's nice because like he'll interact with people there, and it's like that's free interaction that I don't even have to like generate. So yeah, you know that's why I like having a lot of people in my locker room because like if I'm not there or like, there's somebody else who can talk about something that I don't know about, and they can, uh, they can generate their own conversations, and, you know, it's like, it's not me having to go into the server all the time, it's like, hey, how's everybody doing, uh, hey, so-and-so, you had a great game, like, if they can do that for themselves, or, like, have somebody to do that, to talk to them, like, I feel like that helps out a lot. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um... So we're kind of out of questions now, so we're getting to the getting to the point where uh, we have to start coming up with our own ideas. Um, so I want to see uh, Max. Do you think the crabs are gonna win again? I hope so. What do you think? Um, looking at it right now, I mean they're like second place, right? I don't know if I don't know if I really believe the Voyagers, but um, I think the crabs have a good chance. But I I kind of this might be rude, but like I kind of hope they fall out of like relative like I I hope they fall out of relevancy basically. Like I'm I, I I'm just tired of seeing them in the playoffs in first place every year. Like I wish there was like. I wish the the standings were more organic, you know? What do you mean? You know, like, where it's constantly, like, New York, Providence, Cancun, uh, in, in the top three of the East every season, and it's like... It's like, I wish there would be some other teams. Like, I wish Florida would get better. I wish the Rougarous would get better. I wish the Aviators would get better, you know? And it's what like... What do the Aviators uh, have to do to get better? I don't know. I think change their philosophy what do you uh, mean by that I mean what the heck uh, change their philosophy as in like stop the way that they draft and like stuff like that like um uh but basically like you know how there's always that that meme how um there's always that meme how like aviators always draft uh they always draft like um ISFL people and uh-huh. they always draft ISFL people who end up being like not that active or they just like go IA and I don't know if that's the case but I can kind of understand where it's coming from where it's like it's cool if you draft somebody you think you know is going to be active because they're in the ISFL, but, um, you know, if you, like, you can't just draft people who are going to, like, earn 100 TPE a season. Like, 
you teams need those people who are going to get up to like 1600 1700 tpe because like we've seen what happens like obx can get up to that point where you know they got like a bunch of like 900 tpe batters maybe a couple like thousand tpe pitchers but like they're not at like the upper echelon so they're stuck trying to like compete from like fifth or sixth place and it's like that's not gonna work you need to be like the crabs where like everybody everybody is a max earner otherwise you're just gonna struggle uh obx is loaded lately and royal has been hitting his picks um that's the thing though i keep hearing like they're getting better but like they're still like what is it 20 26 and 46 like i'd like to see them hit 500 first before i'm like okay yeah they're getting better um I just said it as an example, brainchild. Not everybody is like that, but it's it's a it's it's a philosophy that's that's been purported before by other people. It's what it's like. It's what Rabbit used to say about Detroit. That's that was his argument for leaving. I don't know how much that's true, but like, um, I can definitely see it because it's like, you know, when I have like Frick as my co, you know, we always take on like ISFL people. And, you know, like, a lot of times they work, but I can definitely see how, like, these guys who, like, like, Gucci, for example, right, he's, he's at, like, 477 TPE as a season 17. Like, I don't, like, I want him to be able to be relevant in the league, but that's kind of hard to be active, like, when you only have 500 TPE this late. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of rough if you don't have those people that are, like, a hundred percent in on the league so and i'm not saying that that's actually what's happening but like there's been like there are rumors that like that's why the team is bad or has been bad and like i definitely want them to like turn that image around i think they can uh i think they can definitely get better i just like to see it you know it's like the stars everybody kept telling us the stars are gonna get better the stars are gonna get better you know they had one playoff season and fell apart and it's like you know, like, prove to me that you're actually, like, a team that's competing, you know, like, when you compete. Don't tell me, don't tell me at, uh, 20 games under 500 or whatever that you're, um, that you're ready to compete. Like, I'll believe you when I see it, basically. Like, and I'm not just being, like, ignorant, like, blind, like, oh, this team's gonna get better, you know, but it's like, prove it. That's that's all I'm really asking. Yep, yep. Um, but other than that, like, I I still think the crabs are going to be relevant, but I think, like, the Voyagers are probably, like, closer now than they have before. Like, I think they they finally, like, built up a core to, like, replace their, uh, their old guys, you know? Like, they've gotten rid of, like, Clem Johnson and Philip J. Fry and, like, all these old people. Um, so I definitely think they're in a good spot. I don't know what they're going to do, though, when they have, like, people like Jose, which... I feel like he's not going to be around for a while, and he's only getting worse, so, you know, like, what do you do with people like that? But, um, otherwise, yeah, I think it's, it's like, I think the top six right now are probably going to be the top six next season, but I think season 22 is, like, when stuff's going to flip, because, like, I think that's definitely, like, Cancun's either going to fall apart next season or the season after, just because there's so many retirements and stuff, mm-hmm. so... Um, I think, I think we're going to see some, like, standing start to change, but, like, you know, we've been, we've been saying the same thing for, like, you know, 15, like, the last 10, 15 seasons, it's like, 
Um, you keep thinking like, oh, the Vandals are going to be on top. The Vandals are going to be on top. And like DV was going to fall apart. You know, Death Valley never fell apart. San Antonio Sloths were relevant for like two seasons. Um, yep. And the Crabs have been first place for like how long now? Um, a while. A while. So it's like, I would, I really like to see it like, to I really like to see the the standings be a little bit more like diverse, you know, not just like six teams over five hundred and six teams under five hundred, and then it, like the six teams that are under five hundred are like twenty games back, and the top like three teams are all like twenty games ahead. Um, I'm not saying like the disparity shouldn't happen, but like I wish it just wasn't the same people. I wish it wasn't just a like the crabs and Death Valley and the Vandals in the playoffs every year, um, you know I'd like to see like a like a OBX or like a Boise or a, you know some of Florida for example like come in and get a spot. That would kind of cool. Um. Um. And that that actually makes me think. Uh, well, like, what do you what do you think what do you think is gonna be like a a better team next year, and maybe like in the future. I, I want to say, hmm. I, my always go-to is Kansas City, not Kansas City, um, New Orleans. Yeah, I always think they're gonna be a breakout team. I kind of hope so. I think the problem is just like the that core is so young. Like you just have to sit and wait. Like they're not gonna get good until they're good. But as soon yep. as they're good, they're gonna be ready. I think it's like the sloths, right? Where the the sloths were like had like two or three bad years, right? But that was because their entire core had flipped to like season thirteen and fourteen, and now look where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like they're insanely good, and I think that's uh, I think that's what you gotta do. Like I think maybe in two seasons, New Orleans is gonna be like that playoff team. Um, other than that. I think um, it's hard to say, but I think the Vandals are gonna get better. Like I know they've always been good, but like I feel like um, I feel like they've been kind of just like sitting stagnant. Like they should be first, but they they just been like kind of sitting behind Death Valley. And I think they could get better because like if you look at their team, like there's still a lot of young guys and like. Um, and a lot of like pitchers who can get better, like Lomu and Bentley, are are still gonna be good. Like Ripspod can still get better. Uh, yeah. Kid's gonna be good, for example. But then you get guys like uh, Sack Lodge, Gibbles, Hood, uh, Shittermy. Like their entire like bottom five of their lineup is all getting is all like uh, improving. And I mean Chris King, like Johnny Times, right? They're only like season eleven, so they're barely in regression. Um. So I think they still have like a few years left. So I think like in a season or two, I think the Vandals are going to be even better. But that could be just personal bias. Um, but yeah, I think that really kind of wraps it up. I mean, we've looked yeah. at the we looked at the questions. We looked at the a little bit of history here and there, and looked at the future. But um, since we are a little bit over an hour here, I guess it's, it's about time to wrap up. Uh, let you go on your mer- merry way, Mr. Max. Yeah, that's fun, Poot. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I always love 
love talking about PB and stuff like that. And, um, yeah. Alright, so I'll see you later then, buddy. Alrighty, um, I'll catch you later, Max, and, uh, thanks, Brainchild and Dylan for, uh, watching, as well as, uh, Netlandic and a couple of the, uh, 66ers guys for throwing in questions. That was really cool of y'all. Um, but yeah, I'll catch you guys later, I guess. Alright, thanks. Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.